Welcome to the five of us. We are five outspoken women with close to 150 years of experience as broadcast journalists. We left our jobs on the very same day and we are dedicated to helping women avoid the many pitfalls common to the workplace. We've heard from hundreds of people recounting tales of woe on the job, and we have done the research, we're putting it all in a book, and we are here to help. I'm Roma Tori, and along with Kristen Shaughnessy, Janine Ramirez, Vivian Lee, and Amanda Farinacci, we are the five of us. Hi, everyone. We're talking about when to leave a job, and I have to point out some statistics that were really galling to me. Uh, We had discussed this in an earlier podcast, but a Gallup poll found that 60% of respondents felt emotionally detached from their work. And a full 19% said they were absolutely miserable. And when you think that's like, it's like one out of every five people is that unhappy about their work. And, you know, considering you spend about half your life at a job doing some form of work, you, it, you know, it, it really ranks on you. So in our last podcast, we talked about all the layoffs that were uh, happening in the United States recently, tens of thousands of people being uh, sent away from their jobs. But considering that so many people are unhappy, maybe <laughs> these companies are doing them a favor by sending them on their way and hopefully maybe they'll find something uh, better. So we're going to talk about when is it time to consider walking away from a job and how best to do it. But to begin, I think, Janine, I'd like you to talk about what we should expect from our jobs and and really what is the bottom line that a job is supposed to fulfill for us in our lives each day? Well, really, it's money, right? People work for money. It's transactional. You do a job, you get paid for that job. That's that's the basic. Um, you know, my husband's like, it's called work for a reason. Like, it's not vacation. It's, it's work. <laughs> You're actually doing something that maybe you don't want to be doing. And we have a, a chapter actually in our book that we're writing. Work is just another four-letter word, right? So that's the basic thing. You do a job, it's transactional, you receive money for it. But you know, there are good jobs out there as well, right? They they provide you a title and you get the self-esteem from it. You have, um, you get to go at the end of the day and talk to your family and friends. This is what I did today. Um, there are perks to a lot of jobs. Um, so there are a lot of good aspects of, of jobs. Like, you know, you could work for an airline and get free flight, right? You go work for a hotel chain and you're like, I work for a hotel and I get free stay. So there's some perks of, associated with some jobs. You may have a great team and you may enjoy, uh, you know, working for the company and seeing your friends every day because some of them become your friends, right? Uh, We all met at work (laughs) and we all became friends. So there's a social aspect uh, of of work that also, you know, stands out to most people. And a lot of people who, who sort of focus their entire lives on work where work does give them that satisfaction other than just the money part of it. Um, you know, some of them, when they retire, they think about retiring, it, it scares them because work does offer that social aspect, that that sense of being valued, that sense of a reason to get up every morning. So so work does have that, those positive, you know, aspects for, for people. Okay. So when is it time to walk away from a job? And Amanda, I'm going to toss it to you because, I mean, we, 
we've all experienced it in uh, in our various um, jobs throughout the the many years. But at what point should you consider leaving? Well, it's funny. When I thought about this question, I was thinking like you could really kind of have fun with this, right? Because like everybody, I think who who has a job has had those moments where they're like, "Oh my God, this place is giving me," a, you know, like where you get that you phys- you've had physical reactions to a job, right? Like you've said this before, right? Like that you have that pit in your stomach and it's just, it doesn't go away. I would say if you're having some kind of physical reaction to what work you're doing and the people you're doing it with, that's a pretty good sign that something is, is number one, not right. And number two, that perhaps you should have a really honest conversation with yourself about what you're doing at your job and whether or not it's time for you to move on. Um, there are others, uh, there are actually a lot of, of, of signs. Um, you can, you know, look at the role that you have at your job, whether or not you're being supported by a manager Is your manager, is your team supporting you? Are they encouraging you? Are they, you know, helping you to grow? Have you been standing in the same place for a long time? Have you been given opportunities? Do you still want opportunities? Sometimes people know it's time to move on when they set out to get the job and to achieve a certain goal at that job. They've reached that goal and then they think, ah, there's really not much more. We've heard a lot of stories from people in interviews for the book where people say, look, I've gotten here and I'm not going to get anywhere else. And so I'm here and I got to move on to the next place. I got it. Somebody said this to me once actually recently that you should go into a place and take what you need and move on. And I feel like that's a good, um, just a good piece of advice, just in terms of like, if you're on the, on the fence about whether or not you should stay or whether you shouldn't. One of the uh, things that I thought was kind of funny and also just kind of actually really sad for all of us as workers is like this idea that when you've sort of become apathetic and uninspired and unengaged and you're struggling, but you develop bad habits. So perhaps when you start your job, you're very, you know, ethical and you're by the book and you're, and you find perhaps this job has beaten the life out of you. And you're just sort of like, why am I still here? And now all of a sudden you've become the person that you didn't even ever imagine you would be because the job has sucked the life out of you. Those are all the signs. And I'm, I'm kind of saying some of this in jest, but I think most of us can identify at least in some form with the idea that, you know, because we spend so much time at work, it really is not that difficult to have an honest conversation and read the room and realize it's time for me to move on. It really is time for me to move on. Yeah. All right. So what's the best way to accomplish this task? Um, And, you know, I'm I'm thinking back, we we had a discussion, we were talking about uh, the generational divide. And, you know, we're talking about so many millennials and, and Gen Zers who were just up and out day one. They, it's like, I'm done with this shit. I'm leaving this place, right? Sayonara. Um, that's not really advisable uh, when you walk away from a job only because, you know, they they, they might put out the word that you're not a, a, a good hire. So Kristen, help us out here. What's the best way to walk out? Well, I think what you're saying, don't be rash, right? Like don't make these quick decisions, especially in this environment that we're in right now. Right now, you are kind of lucky to have a job if you have a job because there's so many layoffs going on. So you want to make sure that you've weighed the pros and cons, maybe make a list. Is it really that bad? You know, and if it isn't, you might want to work things out with your boss. But there is a way to, particularly if you think your company is trying to cut costs um, and you think they might be happy to, you know, cut your job and and save some money, you can engineer your layoff um, and be smart about it. First, you got to take a look at your finances because we talked about it in our last podcast where 
people don't save enough money. You know, in your 20s and 30s, you should be saving a lot of money. And people don't do that. And then they get in their 50s and 60s and they're in trouble. And they got to work till they're 70 or even late 70s and sometimes even 80s because they're just not prepared. So the first thing is don't quit because you've lost all your leverage once you quit, right? You can't, you probably cannot get unemployment. And if you don't have a job, it's hard to get a job, right? It's easier to get a job when you have a job. There's that old saying. You want to negotiate your severance. So if you go to a company and you say, listen, if you're thinking of leaving, they might be thinking of getting rid of you too. If they offer you three months, say you want six months or nine months. You want to make sure you have health insurance, you know, and try to get that negotiated out, maybe six months to nine months. And also you want to show the company that you understand their concerns, right? Say if there's a, you know, if they're cutting costs or things don't, morale isn't great or whatever, you want to make sure they understand that, you know, you, they want a smooth departure. They don't want you talking trash about the company. They don't want you bad mouthing them. So, and they also don't want a disgruntled employee coming back. We've heard too many stories of that, right? So let's let's be a team here and let's work together. And also you might want to think if you can create a deal that is good enough, you might be able to break free from the corporate grind, right? Janine has talked about starting your own business and, and the freedom that gives you. And if you can be smart about it and engineer your layoff, in a way that helps you even get six months to a year to a year and a half, then you might be on your own way to personal wealth by yourself without a corporation. Yeah, that that would be advisable if you can afford it. Right? <laughs> yeah. not, not you gotta so save easy. though, you gotta save early. All right, so Vivian, uh, what happens when you know, and and I've I've experienced this personally, and and my kids and friends, they you know they they say I can't take this job anymore, and it's just it's it's so traumatic for them to go into work, and they're so miserable, and yet it may not be advisable for them to walk away just yet. When is it not a good time to leave your job, considering that you know you, you just you have a really bad day. I mean, at what point um, should you realize maybe I should stick around just a little bit longer? Um, that's such a good point of departure for this part of the topic uh, when not to quit, because I, I think I've had a number of friends and relatives talk to me about it because um, they know that I had uh, left a career um, not that long ago really i think it, it's about making a rational decision and i'm also keeping in mind that not everyone has the luxury to even consider quitting their job right they may have obligations at home they're taking care of loved ones they're paying for you know a million different things that they have to pay for and so they're stuck but if one is privileged enough to be considering leaving a job i think one you have to consider am i just dealing with setback after setback after setback at work? Or have I fully leveraged what my worth is in this workplace? Have I reached out to every ally that I could to get changes that can make the job more livable or even more enjoyable? Because let's face it, when you leave a job, you leave that leverage behind, you leave that clout behind. And um, another piece of advice that I'd gotten a long time ago, I think I was on my very first full-time reporting job and it was up in Canada. 
and I was experiencing like minus 42 degree winters and I was reporting out in it live. And I just remember like my 17th or 18th day of that full-time job in this awful winter, I asked some friends at work, I was like, how do you keep on doing this? Like I was ready to quit. I was really ready to quit because it felt like they were long days and the, the conditions were so rough. And they were all telling me that you're in your 20s. Like you're not even 22, 23 yet. You you cannot think about doing that. You need to give this time. One, it'll look terrible on your resume to be mm-hmm. not at a job for at least a year where you show on paper you've given it a shot. And two, nobody really has uh, a resume that looks good if you're seen over a period of several years to be hopscotching around. Like we've all known examples of that. It does not look good in almost any industry. So, um, you know, I keep thinking about, I think we all discussed one time that worker who went on social media and talked about quitting after her first day on the job. And we were talking about the pros and cons, you know, does she deserve sympathy or empathy or not? And I remember coming away from that. And I still feel this way. No, like you cannot in your twenties feel that you are entitled to not give a fair shot to the job that you've been given. Somebody's taken some faith in you. You have to also put faith in them. But also, like I said, and Kristen mentioned this, having some kind of financial plan and knowing exactly where you stand is really important. And also understand that these days, there's a lot of talk about job satisfaction not being tied to the the numerals on your paycheck. There are so many other things that go into job satisfaction. I think one really has to consider have you explored and really worked out every possible way that you can eke out your satisfaction and your love on the job before you consider calling it quits? Because it says something about you, I think, if you quit. Um, Why you quit is something that you have to live with. Yeah, the quality of work is very important, not just how much money you're earning. There's a statistic from the Labor Department, and this was for people laid off, but I think people who are thinking about leaving their job should consider this as well. They found that it's not just the immediate not having a job, but fewer than half found work at equal or higher pay a year later, and about 20% hadn't found a job at all and had left the workforce entirely. So that's something to keep in mind, particularly if you're of a certain age. Yeah. Well, it yeah. also depends what you're quitting for, right? Like, mm-hmm. are you quitting? Are you resigning so that you could start someplace else? Like, what if, you know, are you going to another job? So sometimes if you right. feel like you're at a place where you're not being moved, you know, there's no place to move. You start, a, you know, every opportunity has passed you by, you've maxed out or whatever you want to call it at, at, a, at a place you know, a lot of times if they don't see you in this particular company um, as promotable, Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as having a great future there and you and you sense that, you know, find something somewhere else. And then you quit, right? With something else like, hey, I got a better title. I'm getting more money. Because a lot of times another company will value more of what you bring to the table from, you know, when you when you arrive as as a, as a new employee and give you a better title and more weight, you know, a higher wage than the place that you're at that's already sort of like, uh, categorized you as, you know, not having a future here. So sometimes mm-hmm. you just leverage that to move on. So, you know, there's a reason why you should quit one and, and move on to something else. But with yeah. some things already in the works, 
not just you know to, to quit without a job is difficult but you it's know stupid. it's pretty stupid <laughs> <laughs> and you know that hasn't yeah. stopped a lot of people i know believe me well i mean yeah i mean i'm just saying like it's good to have a plan it's just good to have a plan yeah yeah well and sometimes people uh people's plans are pretty ambitious. Maybe they want to start their own business, you know, and, and work for themselves. And uh, I, I've seen how this works for some folks if they have a side hustle and they're spending so much time on the side hustle that they're neglecting their, their paid job. And at that point, maybe those folks should, should consider walking away. You know, Janine, I'm thinking about you, you know, you always wanted to do, some PR work for yourself. And, and you were kind of fortunate in that you had the free time all of a sudden to, to pursue that. So, I mean, I mean that, that that's one impetus for leaving a job. Um, also, I, I, I think if you identify a need in, in a particular sector of life that nobody else can, can provide, can supply, maybe then you should um, pursue your own line of work. Um, and again, you know, I know it's not easy and it's, it's probably very, very challenging, but I mean, these are points in your life when maybe it's worth walking away from a lucrative job. And then, you know, finally, I think if you're really passionate about something, if you have a hobby or a particular skill that you like, I, I saw a, a piece the other day on a young woman who was a quilter. And she turned her you know, quilting talent into um, a, you know, a full-blown project that, that ended up um, involving lots of people all around the world. So you, know, you, you never know if you have a passion, a, a particular love of something that you just can't put down, uh, that's, that might be a time to walk away from a, a job that you just don't love. And um, not always think- about money, right? Because- right. If you're working for money, it's a transaction, you're doing your job, but you're burned out, right? right. Your mental health, your physical, everything suffers. And so at some point, you have to say to yourself, how much longer am I going to suffer physically, mentally, emotionally uh, for this job just for a paycheck? And right. so there is a time I need to quit. I need to focus on myself. I need to get, you know, some mental health days every single day. you know to walk around the block a couple of times so you get fresh air and and whatever you need physically and emotionally and even like spiritually to to get yourself whole again um you know it's time to quit and find something that may not be as lucrative for you um but makes you happy so you know that's also a a sign that you know quit (laughs) but you have to make a bill bill, right wait wait what what if you can't pay the bills you're not, yeah. you're not going to be, you're it's a balancing be, act. Yeah. Right. You definitely have to balance it out. Yeah, there, was, um, there was a social media thing that happened earlier this year thing. There was a viral question that went out from a Gen Zer asking people in their thirties, millennials, what did you care about in your twenties that you don't care about now? And there were millions of responses and views of two particular women who said, uh, stability. I cared about it too much in my twenties. I did not chase my passion. And then once I I was like, so focused on the career that once it was established in my thirties, I had no more time or energy to chase my passions. 
So use your 20s to figure out what you really love to do. It may not be what you, you're paid to do, but if you find that out, you won't have the regrets that we are living with now as we are chasing multiple jobs at once and trying to eke out our career because that time, that that spirit is really in the 20s. And I, I was like reading this and what these women were saying and I thought, my gosh, I, I wish somebody had said that to me, like make your mistakes, you know, find what makes your heart sing in your twenties. I mean, I, I, I do, I'm surrounded by that still, but I, I don't have the time to travel. I don't have the ability to just get up and go. And I should have done that in my twenties. However, I was focused on the career. So that's yeah. and you don't have that much dependence on money in your twenties, right? right. Because right. later you may have a mortgage, you may have children, you may have to pay babysitter, whatever it is. Then no you're obligations. Right. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm going to end this with a quotation, uh, as I often do, or actually always do. And here's one for you. Your days are numbered. Use them to throw open the windows of your soul to the sun. If you do not, the sun will soon set and you with it. Now, that That's is a quotation from, well, listen to this, Marcus Aurelius, emperor oh. of Rome back 2,000 years ago. In fact, he, he would be 2,001 years old today had he continued to live. But think about it. That advice was put out there two millennia ago. And it, it applied then, and it still applies now. You know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Anyway, it was a good discussion, guys. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll be talking to you folks next time. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to The Five of Us. We want to hear from you with any questions, ideas, or suggestions for future discussions. Just write to us at the email you see here, and we will be eager to help. Talk to you next time. <laughs>